the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. This is not your typical victory speech, but let's not have somebody take a victory when she had a very bad night. She had a very bad night. And you, uh, you have the, you have the very, the now very unpopular governor of this state. This guy, he's got to be on something. I've never seen anybody with energy. He's like uh, hopscotch. What? 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 Okay. All right. Well, it really is like evil, bizarro world, Don Rickles, uh, well, isn't it? Just yeah. Nikki Haley's dress, Governor <laughs> who's on drugs. I. Do you know what, uh, Jody? I felt a distinct lack of self-awareness that he said uh, not being coming in second place and not admitting it is delusional. Right. And she should get out. Right. It's a see. That's funny because January sixth. Oh, okay. Never mind. She, yeah. Kellyanne Conway this morning called her an election denier. <laughs> and also, also that someone else is on drugs. Right. When as Noel Castler has told us, Snippy McSnipperson from Snip Sound. Has, has crushed up and sniffed Adderall for like years. By the way, what is hopscotch? What is that? I don't know. He's like hopscotch. What does Nothing that mean? he says makes any sense. Oh my god! And can I just say, everybody is correct. The big winner, Joe Biden. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Not even on the ballot uh-huh. and won with seventy yeah. percent as a write-in. Right. Uh-huh. And that takes an effort. <laughs> right. It's an effort right. to do that. All this. Oh my god. How many headlines and punditry we had to endure? No enthusiasm for Biden. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, I you know. Yeah, more I did, momentum than Doug we Burgum. already differed. I thought Nikki Haley's dress was lovely. I, you know what? <laughs> fancy just No, it wasn't really as, so fancy. As soon as they cut to her giving her speech, I'm <laughs> you like, thought it was a little busy. It was a little busy. I, well, I that's she the, should listen to Jody Hamilton. It's the first I thing do. that went through my head. I just wear whatever Jody tells me, and it works out fine. I'm wearing white today. Really, you're gonna you're gonna ignore everything Sarah Huckabee Sanders wears, and oh, she wears vertical Nikki, stripes. Talk about Nikki Haley. Yeah, I mean whatever. What was that one Hamburglar outfit that oh, yeah. Sarah Huckabee oh, that wore? Was awful. That was fantastic. Uh huh. Um. Okay. She's so, burgled a few hamburgers too. Yes. Yeah. What? What? Hmm? Um. Wow. 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 What do we even say? about last night so what he won i think by 11 ultimately 11 points but it's still once again as people are saying he half he's like 50 he's at what 54 he's not doing percent that's not good no yeah i mean it's and obviously like independence i mean you have all this audio jody of independent no one else is going to vote for him right i mean i i smell panic on the republican side just his base said it yesterday was it charlie about same thing that i've been saying he wonders why they've suspended campaigns because I think a lot of people on their side don't think Trump's going to make it for whatever number of reasons. I think there's a legal reason. To yeah, there's a legal reason. Well. Everybody well, suspends campaigns. Yeah, they, they, mean, nobody ever it's ends to get a campaign. More money or something. Well, it's or, so that they can use the money to pay off debts right, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. But, I, but I, I mean, obviously, a lot of pundits are even saying that that there is. They feel like you know a lot of people are saying that someone may need to jump in for whatever reason. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. I mean. Oh my God, that was like a, I felt like we were in the Gimp's basement. Him just humiliating yeah. Tim Scott. 
Oh my, I can't, I've already texted uh, Frangela this morning because I was really actually surprised he was not standing there with a plate of biscuits. It was so oh cringeworthy, <laughs> right? That he's back there smiling like, oh God. And he's like, oh, you, Nikki Haley appointed you. You must really hate her. Yeah. It's just, I mean, just kind of making his humiliation yeah. obvious yeah. and that he's like, no, I just really love you. Uh, do we have that? Yeah, oh, God. Cringy, cringy. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever think that she actually appointed you, Tim? Oh, my God. <laughs> and think of it appointed, and you're the senator of his state, and she endorsed me. No. You must really hate her. <laughs> no. It's, uh, it's a shame. It's uh, a shame. Uh oh. <laughs> I just love you. No, that's. Good. Uh, Oh, that's so oh, it's so cringy. God. It's so cringy. So oh, my God. I can't even. Frangela is going to explode on Friday. Yep. This was just. You're going to want to listen to that. Oh. I'll bring it back for Friday. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, my God. And maybe it'll be part of and the Happy of all, Hour podcast. Oh, by the way, yes, I'm wearing my Happy Hour podcast yeah. T-shirt. Because we go. should remind you, we release a Happy Hour every day, which is the best interview of the day on Friday. It's a big double uh, double feature, that's too. Right. That's of right. the best interviews of the week. And you know how you can help the Stephanie Miller Show? Because I know that you think every day, how do we help the Stephanie Miller Show in possibly the last election year of our lifetime? You download the Happy Hour Sub- podcast every subscribe day. Subscribe to it. And yes, subscribe to it. On your give favorite it five, podcast Give out. it five stars. Give it five stars because that helps people find it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Yes. Okay, and free. Yes. It's the Happy Hour podcast. That gets released on Fridays. And then the Happy Hour Extra gets released every weekday. Every single day. Yes. Get it. Okay. Um. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, uh, yeah, even Vivek. Oh, God. Vivek Ramaswamy. Oh I mean, he just... Oh, he's made it clear in one minute, one minute you have. It's just like, that was the whole point of that, was just this like domination, humiliation show, making his rivals grovel. It was a demeasuring contest. And also that he'll be even meaner than Trump about Nikki Haley. It just Trump wanted to show that he had the biggest D on that stage. Yeah. Oh, it was so gross. Here, whoa, do we have the, yes, 22. This is the Vivek, uh, Uh Just a little note to Nikki. She's not going to win. She's not going to win. But if she did, she would be under investigation by those people in 15 minutes. And I could tell you five reasons why already. Not big reasons. A little stuff that she doesn't want to talk about. But she will be under investigation within minutes. And so would Ron have been. But he decided to get out. He decided to get out. Now Vivek, I don't think, would be at all because he's perfect, right? God. Just you have to grovel, kiss the ring. Oh my God! And how mobby was that? <laughs> it should be investigation for something. I won't tell you what. Oh my God! He's such a mob boss. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, just like something he knows, but you don't know. She's she'll be on. So I see. So the guy that actually is oh, pardon me, is actually under investigation. <laughs> Four different. Yep trials and indictments and 91 counts oh i see so that's not those aren't those are none of those are real of course but i see we shouldn't vote for nikki because she'll be under invest right also uh, you're correct chris about <laughs> what you said i'm you right you should get this right because you right, brought yeah, it up you said i'm right oh, who no. said what day um, is it 
<laughs> Who called Nikki Haley an election denier and said, I don't really care for that. Uh, for Trump to sweep these first three states is pretty decisive. This is a democracy, a constitutional republic. We must respect the will of the people. And Nikki Haley can't become an election denier. She's been rejected. She can say tonight she came in second, or you can say she came in last. Who said that? Yaki Doodle. No, that was Kellyanne Conway. Oh. Wow. Self-awareness just not. No, yeah. not their, their thing. Their thing. Yeah, it's not their bag. No. Really. Not their ba- bag, man. Baby. Okay, so she's going to lose by $11 billion in her home state, So, but that will apparently not be enough humiliation. She's. I think she'll drop out after that. If she oh, yeah, she will. You she think? Will. Yeah. 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 She is a little uh, Black Knight after Iowa and this one. It's only a flesh <laughs> wound. You, you think you were watching a victory speech. You're just like, what's going on? What's going on? Well, uh, I usually mean, she th- lost by double digits. Right. I don't know. Was it supposed to be? I guess it could have been, been bigger. Usually races aren't decided this early yeah. in primary yeah. season at all. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is a little crazy. Yeah. And Trump. It's more of a coronation than anything. I mean, Trump is basically an incumbent, and he only got fifty-four percent of the vote. That's yeah. Right. Good. Yeah. Right. That, so that means a lot of people are going to vote for anybody besides Trump. Exactly. By the way, uh, this is it. This is a uh, a public service tutorial that uh, Jody is still wearing a mask. Chris and I have both tested negative today after our trip to San yep. Francisco. Yep. San Francisco is a clean city. <laughs> yes. We stepped on barely any needles, or whatever the right way to say. Or human. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but Jody's being extra safe and demanding that we do one more test. Okay. I'll bring you one tomorrow morning. And I just and I I could make medical history because I just got over COVID. So if I got right. it again, yeah, that and would that's be, a thing. I yeah. would, would be. be we need to ship you off to the Mayo Clinic I'd so they can study you. Yes, yes, I would be in Lancet. <laughs> <laughs> or JAMA, Journal of the American huh? Medical Association. Oh, by the way, what? Alina Haba. Bless, Bless you. you. That lying whore. Yep. What'd she lie about? Oh, what did I miss? Oh my God. What did I miss? Trump lawyer Haba spotted at New Hampshire campaign event. Oh. Ronald Ron tweets, uh, she said she felt sick Monday and had to be uh, and had been exposed to COVID to get the trial postponed so he wouldn't have to testify before the New Hampshire primary. Jacques! Oh my God, we are down to the faking sick uh-huh. <laughs> portion of... I mean, that makes perfect sense, yep. right? Because he has been found guilty of rape. Right. And he would have to testify. That would be what would be in the news. Yeah. Oh, my God. Lying whore. Hmm. Pardon me. Oh, by the way. Judges uh, don't take too kindly to that don't. sort of thing. Yeah, really. Yeah, my dog ate my homework. Oh, and uh-huh. Oh, I, do you have a sick note from your... Really? She tried to bring a fake sick note from her parents? Oh, my parents have it, and I was exposed, and just, they say I could probably, so... Hmm. I remember my mom once wrote a note to Catholic school that I uh, was home with post-nasal drip. And I said, Mom, I feel like you're going to need to make it sound a little more serious than that. That's not... That's fantastic. Yeah. My mom was very specific. I'm like, listen... She didn't want to lie. I would have to be bleeding out of my eyes before my mom kept me home from school. Yeah. Well, I was sicker than that. Post-nasal drip would not have cut it. My mom really, like, underperformed on that note. Can I just say... Happy birthday in heaven, Mom. Aww. But still, I'm just saying. Yeah. Post nasal drip, really? Okay. Wow. <laughs> Did it work? Did it work? <laughs> the nuns are gullible. <laughs> All right. I'm like, whatever. It wouldn't have worked with me. <laughs> um, oh, Trump has also turned on Kelly uh, McEnany. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He does wow. Like, uh... Yeah. Uh, she, uh, he uh, uh, advi- she advised him to focus on uniting the party, securing independence, and winning the general election instead of attacking Nikki Haley. 
Don't listen to Kelly. Trump said, I don't need any advice from Rhino Kaylee McEnany on Fox. Just had a giant victory over a badly failing candidate, Bird Brain, and she's telling me what I can do better. Save your advice for Nikki. <sighs> Did I mention yesterday he actually stuck his tongue out at a heckler? Yep. This is where we're... If you thought he actually... Could he get any more insecure? Oh, Nikki Haley's fancy dress is not very fancy. Is it a her? It was a little busy. Uh, see? All right. Well, I thought it was pretty. Well, you too. I'm outnumbered. What you do also, I know? You also wear lace dresses every time you wear a dress. No, now Jody has, has <laughs> gotten to me and upgraded me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the lace dress is, is pretty. Thank you. But well, every you're, time? You're, you're going to see it again. But every time? <laughs> not every time. No, I have another Jody suggestion okay. Okay. for next time. Good. Well, it's not lace. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you you did the lace dress for ten years. You'll do the sequin dress for ten years. Well, I have like eleven billion of them because okay. we've been doing this tour since the beginning of time. And I just thought I'll just pick a look and stick with it. And, and you did, it's yeah. a kind of like your vests in yeah. the nineties. Yeah, oh. but now I had to leave an extra tip for the maid because in the hotel because there were sequins everywhere. It was Don't like blame me. You bought it. Liberace had an orgasm in my hotel room. It was really like, bam. I, I don't. It's I don't, like glitter. I don't go out. I didn't know. You should go back to the vest look. <laughs> God, no. That's bad juju from my late night show. What? <laughs> Never the vest. I'll get canceled. You wore a the tour will get canceled You wore a vest on Best of the Improv. So it was in the 80s when I was a toddler. <laughs> that was the look in toddlers. Okay. I did wear vests in vests the 80s. Vests and mom jeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never wore any of that in the 80s. Evening at the Kids Improv, remember? Uh, that, yeah. Because mm-hmm. kids' improv was totally a thing. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. she had to go to work. She was a child, after all. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was, yeah, I was a Republican. I was raised yeah. by Republicans. They're like, get in the factory. You're four. Get in the factory and start making <laughs> jokes. Hurry. <laughs> all right. We have Man Meat Wednesday. Yep. We've got Bob Seska. We've got Malcolm Nance. We've got Carlos Rocky. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. What you got to say? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, dear. Lindsey Graham threw Donald Trump onto the bus in Georgia. Yeah. Oh, dear. No wonder they're trying to go after Fonnie Willis. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lindsey wouldn't do well in prison. No. I can see him just completely selling Trump out. Yeah. There aren't enough cigarettes to protect Lindsey Graham in prison. No offense. Okay. Hey, hey, looky here. Uh, Kyle Griffin tweets, uh, President Biden is on track to win more votes in New Hampshire as a write-in candidate than Barack Obama did when he ran for re-election in 2012 and Obama ran unopposed and was on the ballot then. Wow. Wow. Clear winner last night, as we said. President Biden. I mean, it's what a a hot mess on the Republican side. Dear Jesus. Uh, Okay. Uh, Let me go to uh, uh, Anita in San Antonio. Hello, Anita. Anita. Good morning, everyone. Hello. Um, yeah, I was watching the uh, New Hampshire primary coverage last night on MSNBC, and I noticed that when this reporter went up to a Biden supporter, she, he, she, was, she was asking her all these questions, and she said, does it concern you, does his age concern you? Mm-hmm. And, of course, 
she seemed uncomfortable by by even by the question. Yeah. But then when they were asking, when they were talking to Trump supporters, they never asked them, "Are you comfortable voting for I know. someone who's been found liable of?" Anita, that's such a good, I keep saying that with polling. Once you ask people 11 billion times, is someone too old? What do you you think they're going to go? Oh, you know what I was thinking is maybe Biden's too old. But you're right. There's Trump, who's clearly a hot, demented mess. And they never asked that question. They didn't ask any of them that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's insane. And I I saw Biden's speech yesterday. I always feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I watched his speech. He does not seem old and feeble to me at all. He gave a great speech. He was on fire. Yeah. Yep, he was on fire. One thing that bothered me about that speech, he made a speech in Virginia, and it was centered around abortion. And there was these um, Palestinian yeah. protesters there, or people that were protesting for Palestine, Palestinians. Yeah. Yeah. And it really bothered me, because that was centered around abortion. Right. right. And yeah. their, women are going to lose their, their reproductive freedom. And these people are worried about a problem that has not been solved. It's been a problem for decades. Yeah. And they're not going to solve it by screaming at Joe Biden right? yeah. when he's trying to talk about it's yeah, like abortion. you know, Anita, thanks for uh, calling. I got after the break, um, the debate we just had out here in California with all our mm-hmm. fantastic Senate candidates, sure. Adam Schiff, Katie Porter, Barbara Lee. I and Steve Garvey. And a baseball player. Whatever. That guy, a Republican. <laughs> but anyway, I, I want to talk about this after the break because their answers about the Middle East, I thought, it just goes to show you how complex a problem sure. this is. Because so I agreed with all three of them. Yeah. Yeah. They all have differing views. You know, and Steve Garp, of course, the Republicans, the only ones with I stand with Israel all the time, no matter what, you know, it, that's there. That is a difference. Our party, you know, always has had more diversity, both of, you know, people and of opinions anyway. Right. But I thought it was really interesting. We will talk We're a party to- of nuance. They're, they're there you not. go. Yes, they don't do nuance. No, not at all. Okay, Bob Seska next. Donald Trump increasingly get confused on the campaign trail. He thought Nikki Haley was Nancy Pelosi. That clip is brutal. She's going to lose her job. Marie Harf. That's Marie Harf. Harf. She's Those of you that are cat owners recognize the Harf. sound. Yeah. Harf. Oh, yeah. In the middle of the night. Harf. Like, oh, please do it on the hardwood floor, not on the carpet. Yes. Please. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Yeah. That's what they tell her at Fox News before she talks. Yeah. Please, not on the yeah. carpet. Not on the carpet. On the, on the hardwood harf. floor. Don't harp on the carpet. Yeah. But she said that on Fox News. Aim, for the, aim for the hardwood floor. She said it on Fox News. She's I know. She's going to lose her gig, man. Yeah, I know. I'm telling you, the Ducey's getting deucier and deucier. I know. Yeah. Okay. All right. We. I, He's going to be wished into the cornfield. Yes, yes, he is. Yes. Yes. Um, I just, you know what? You would think that uh, Bob Seska is running for president, and I just beat me in a primary yesterday because I just spent this whole commercial break going, but I really do. Bob, The Bob Seska show is the best show in America, and I cannot miss it. It's the one show I cannot miss. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I listened, I listened on the plane. I listened on my trip. Yeah. Oh, that the one you were talking really nicely about me right before I got a, the before the I, I was sure that was a sign I was going to die because I was like, Bob just gave my eulogy. That's a sign this plane is going down. That's and what that's, I thought when he said something nice on Twitter about me. I'm like, am I dying? That's so the, last be, thing, the last thing I'll ever hear. So, so would that be the day talk radio died instead of the day the music died? Yes. Oh, there okay. you go. Yes. There you go. My last words would be, I love you.
Okay. All right. <laughs> Speaking of dreamy, hunky men, why? Bob Seska joins us now. We interrupt this program to bring you a special broadcast. You're cute and I love you, Bob Seska. Where are you coming from? Bob is calling us from Washington. You Seska thing. Go ahead. Washington, D.C. Just follow the money. Oh, hi, Bob. Hi, good morning. Actually, my last words would be, Bob, all the money to continue progressive radio is buried. Just kidding. No, no, I would leave. I would oh, leave yeah, out. yeah. You, you were, like, effusively complimentary of my podcast, Stephanie. And I, I said during the break that uh, it's like that mean Joe Green Coca-Cola commercial from the Super Bowl. You've tossed me that jersey, and I just, I'm melting at this point. I'm just like a pile of goo it's, right now. Those well, of you watching on Free Speech TV can see that I'm just a pile of goo with aw. a white T-shirt. Right. Well, Chris, why do we say it? It's because, you know, we're from radio, everybody. Yeah, but good, buddy, everybody. you do a radio show, and there is a, it is just a skill. Uh, yes, any chimp can do it, but you have to be a really talented chimp, right. as yeah, we've often yeah. said. Yes, Bob Seska, the most talented of all the chimps. Okay. <laughs> Radio on the internet. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. What are you looking for? <laughs> Nothing. You're nice. feverishly <laughs> like... You're not supposed to Boy, be yeah. paying attention. Yeah. You're... <laughs> Your okay. radio training has come in really handy for hey, that. Hey, how about that New Hampshire primary, Bob? <laughs> yeah, you know, I was just looking at something that I find fascinating, and this goes to an issue that I've been having on my show, I'm sure you've been having on your show, where you don't know how to take the temperature of an election because the polling is so janky. Right. Yeah. And if you do cite a poll, then you certainly hear about it on social media and in the comments under whatever. Yeah. And so I was looking at the results of last night's New Hampshire primary versus the actual polling. Nikki Haley lost by about 11 points, 11 percentage yeah. points, uh, the New Hampshire primary. The most recent polling had Trump winning by 22 points, yep. 28 points, mm-hmm. right? Uh, 20 points, 22 points, and 19 points. I think the closest one here was a Emerson College poll that had him winning by 15 points. Yeah. So see also janky polling remark, yeah. because that's well, what we're facing right saying, now. We can't, yeah, yeah there's Biden, no way of knowing. The, the big winner, they're all, I mean, they're all losers on their side, in my, yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. but you I know, mean, it's just, it's off. It's off by a lot. It's off by, I mean, in many polls, we're talking about well, a, a, a difference of 10 points yeah. between the actual results and the polling uh, forecast. And so, Bob, you know the Bob Seska show on. that I never miss. Uh, yeah. You interviewed Rachel Bittacoffer. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about it all week. What a great interview oh, yeah. that was. As yeah. the, I'm, I'm just in full metal. Uh, you're oh, the, one of the best interviewers in America, yeah. Bob Seska. Oh, but, thank you. Thank you. And and it's it helps to have nice guests like Rachel Maddow, yeah. uh, Rachel Bittacoffer. I also said Rachel Maddow. I'd yeah, love to have Rachel, Rachel Maddow on the yeah. show. Rachel's welcome anytime. Any Rachel is yeah, welcome yeah. anytime. But Rachel Bittacoffer is a genius. She's mm-hmm. the election whisperer. Well, and she's one of those people like Cliff Schechter that I just, when it comes to yeah. forecasting elections and talking about politics, yeah. it's like, I'm the I'm there with bated breath, just absorbing it all osmotically into yeah. my well, brain. Well, I stole her and... from you. Like I've stolen everything from you since 1904. <laughs> well, She's coming, on, coming up on the show, but no, I just yeah. you know, well, Bob, we, you... St- we steal from each other. It's an exchange of body fluids. <laughs> yes, is mm-hmm. what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> and no syphilitic fingers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, it's amazing, dude. Right? Look. Look, every hold your hands up. Okay, um, no, but Bob, th- I guess my point is that you guys made some points I hadn't heard and really make a lot of sense just about how tribal they are on on the other side and yeah. that, you know so i don't know how you're gonna when you talk about approval ratings we should stop freaking out about biden's approval ratings because she was rachel made a great point about that the day after the election 
they said the economy sucked because Biden's in charge. You know what I mean? Like they're just never going or at the height of COVID, they're like, Trump's doing a great job. You know, I mean, it's just it's I'm not sure you can get an accurate analysis because it's you know, they're, they're so tribal. And they just yeah, ne- yeah. they always have to say everything sucks because the, the Biden's president, right? Yeah, they're tribal as they stumble into the propeller again, which is exactly what they're doing with Donald Trump. I, I, it, this is a rare occasion, Stephanie, where I don't feel intense anxiety about how this is all going to play out in November. I'm feeling relatively confident for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm still kind of the don't get happy guy. Yeah. But I'm feeling more confident than maybe I should. But yeah, all I'm, I'm doing same. is I'm looking. Yeah. I'm yeah, the same. I mean, I'm Rachel said, the, like Rachel Bennett said on your show, I want us scared. Right. <laughs> I want us yeah, running like we're yeah. down all the time because yeah. that's the, I'm afraid and, and that's to the you know say, oh yeah, get ever because you're right. You're in my head. Don't get happy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, the consequences of the election should terrify us all. But the mechanics of how we get to November, I'm feeling pretty good about, only because. Yeah. The trend line for Donald Trump has been loss after loss after loss. He is a gigantic loser. Yeah. And uh, on top of that, there are all these other factors playing into the potential for him to lose big in November, which is, first of all, I mean, we're talking about diminishing returns for Donald Trump. I I think his support is at a ceiling. I think we're talking about a lot of uh, anti-Trump sentiment because of the Dobbs decision, anti-Republican sentiment. That's going to drive people well, to vote yeah, against the I mean, Republicans this year. You retweeted yeah. uh, Rachel Bennecoffer, who said, you know, I absolutely loathe the trust women messaging. They're my rights. I don't give two S's mm-hmm. if you trust me to have them. I mean, you know, you cannot underestimate the row rage. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And then there's the there's the trials. I think he's going to be convicted of at least yeah, one thing before the July convention. I mean, that's yeah. an enormous factor in all of this. Well, and it, it's going to drive people away sick, from Trump. So he wouldn't yeah. have to testify before on the, before the New Hampshire primary. <laughs> yep. I mean, she was, where yeah. is this? She was at a party. Alina yeah. <laughs> Hamas at... In uh, New Hampshire, right? Thank you. She, yeah. He was at a... Uh, is that his campaign return party after she just uh-huh. faked sick to get out of court? I mean, it... Yeah, there's a, you know what, there was a TV show that I watched, and it's, it's been, I've been racking my brain to try to think of what it was, but there was a TV show that I watched last year where someone faked having COVID to get out of doing something. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say it was like the morning show or w- w- one of the streaming shows. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, Alina Haba is doing the I, I have COVID to get out of going I, to an appointment. I think a I mean, lot of people do that, actually. Some, yeah, I mean, By we're the way, at that I stage. You retweeted yeah. Trump on the phone uh, saying, hello, Dixville Knox, I just need seven votes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was mean, amazing. The fact that he's telling Nikki Haley you're delusional for not admitting that you came in second and you should get out. I mean, irony. Yeah, see, that's that's the other thing about Trump and the entire universe circulating around Donald Trump is I love politics. I'm a politics junkie. I talk about it for a living. I write about it. I've been covering it since I was a kid, for God's sake, since I was in high school. And uh, when I watch Donald Trump do things in politics, it makes me hate politics. Yeah. It's like the difference between a well-produced porn and and porn that's like like self-produced and amateur and the... <laughs> The people have band-aids and weird growths on their skin. Stop, and he's like, ah, Jody no, I don't want to see that porn. Yeah, that was produced well. Well, oh. well it's like the I'm difference. I'm sorry. I apologize. Jody Hamilton has well-produced porn filmed at her house. Well, it's, yes. it's, it's yes. the difference between a Playboy centerfold and the beaver hunt section in Hustler. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. Like Polaroids there. versus right. dryer. High def. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're sitting oh. on a dryer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bob, you tweeted, uh, <laughs> if Donald locks it up tonight, it means more time in which voters will hear exclusively from him as the presumptive nominee, reminded how truly effed up he is every day from now until November, only he's far worse than he was in 2020. I mean, we just played a soundbite yeah. on Fox News. They're saying, oh, my God, this these mm-hmm. clips are brutal. Yeah. Um, right, and we forget, because we cover it with our faces pressed against our computer screens 24-7, yeah. we forget that the vast majority of voters Aren't don't really attention. pay attention right. to politics well, as much as you and I do. Yeah, and you, so you they're going to hear... You said yeah. it you, on Twitter, and you say it on your show all the time, Bob. You said, to be clear, I believe, as I always have, that regular voters who aren't always engaged in politics need to hear how mm. deranged he is, how much worse he's yeah. become. Often ignoring him won't make him go away, but nauseating Trump uh, fatigue will. And that's why you and I both play clips or make fun of him or whatever, because, you, you, you yeah. know, it, it's someone was saying, well, how, how did they say it on Twitter? That, you know, his dementia is finally breaking through yes. the bad journalism is a positive mm-hmm. sign, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's one of those things where it feels counterintuitive to say ignoring Trump uh, is a bad thing because people say, well, he's an attention whore and he wants people to talk about him. That's true. But you know what? The vast majority of people, as I was saying, the, they don't really pay attention as much to what's going on in politics. So we have to remind them. And I think the, the best argument against Donald Trump is Donald Trump himself. Yeah. I think hearing Donald Trump, and I was really gratified uh, a few years ago that John Oliver in particular said this about Tucker Carlson. He said, well, you know what? Tucker Carlson's already famous. Talking about Tucker Carlson is not going to make him more famous, especially among people who hate Tucker Carlson. And the same goes for Donald Trump. And Chris Hayes was saying something like that on MSNBC a couple of nights ago, where he's saying, yeah, uh, it's a bad idea to ignore Donald Trump. And I I always put it this way. I always create this uh, this analogy. Imagine if the Republicans stopped talking about Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Would that be good news or bad news for the Democrats? Yeah. Or stopped talking about yeah. Hunter Biden and Joe Biden? Would that be good news or yeah. bad news for and us? Also, it would obviously be great news a, for Democrats. Take a page from, since this is the all-Rachel show we're talking about, take a page sure. from Rachel Maddow last night when she yeah. said, well, we're going to go to Trump with a caveat if he starts lying. And sure enough, they cut away uh-huh. because he said, I won New Hampshire, not just the primaries, twice. And yeah, she's yeah. like, okay, oh my God. here we go. <laughs> Donald Trump lost I New felt- Hampshire both in 2016 and 2020. Mm-hmm. But he just says it. How about yesterday? People are coming yeah. from mental institutions all over the world. And there's nothing to base that. He yeah. just says it. I mean, this is, I love this tweet. MAGA, let's be clear. The only reason why you say everything was better with Trump, despite all the evidence to support that it wasn't, is because Trump told you it was better. And again, he lied. Uh, he knows he lied. And you were conned again. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. nothing we can I do always, about that, I guess. Yeah, I, I had a friend when I was a little kid. I don't know, I was six years old or something like that. And he came over to our house and he proceeded to spill Kool-Aid all over our floor. <laughs> and my mom was upset and she's cleaning up the Kool-Aid and whatever. And this kid just announces to my mom, hey, don't worry, I'm bionic like my brother. Just, I mean, just a blur, <laughs> uh, just a flagrant lie. And, and <laughs> looping his brother into it, too. <laughs> and every time I hear Donald Trump lie, I think about that kid who lived up the street from us, who came to our house and announced to my mom that he was bionic <laughs> like his brother. There was no context <laughs> like, to that. It was just and an, your mom's like, an outright lie. And everyone's good. Everyone listening to my voice is going, yes, of course, the kid's not bionic. Ne- neither is his brother. Your mom's and like, listen, that- you little bolt artist. Get them yeah. out.
<laughs> right. Go and by the way, my mom's listening to this right now and going, I can't believe Bob remembered that. <laughs> you remember that I, story? I personally can't get enough pictures of you as a child because you're like 17 times bigger than all the other kids yeah. in the picture. Yep. And it's just as handsome yeah. as you are now, but but huge. And it's fantastic. Just a gigantic round head. Just a giant <laughs> The big Every picture looks like Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are pictures on my Instagram of me as a baby with my gigantic circular head. Yeah, your poor yeah. mother. Yeah. Jesus, what how, was how are you pushing that oh, out? Yeah. How are you oh, able to hold your head up? I mean, my God. <laughs> all that weight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, my mom tells stories about the childbirth. So, uh, oh. Uh, you know. <laughs> It wasn't the head, it was the shoulders that caused the The shoulders. You were like a baby elephant. Oh, you retweeted Zach, who said, elephants are born weighing 250 pounds. They are the biggest babies on earth, except for the people mad at Taylor Swift for being excited at a football game. (laughs) Oh, God, yes. You know, I barely understand what's going on (laughs) with Taylor Swift and and the sports ball, but whatever it is, I know that's a lot of people... He made a heart at his girlfriend, and that's that's something bad? Yeah, okay. A lot of men who, at one point or another, some woman laughed at their tiny penis and now they're upset at Taylor Swift. You know, it's, it's yeah. yada, yada, tiny penis, yada, yada, yada. Oh, I hate Taylor, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Why don't uh, you before shut we up go, about football? I, I brought up the Middle East because we were talking about Palestinian protesters, you know, outside, you know, Biden's talking about choice for women. You know, so it's not, but, you know, obviously I'm seeing these articles, Muslims, you know, Biden's approval rating went from 70 to 17. Like they're not going to vote for him. How, because I don't want to minimize people's, you know, feelings and emotions around this but i was talking about the gubernatorial uh debate out here i thought it was interesting because i agreed with all three of our fantastic senate candidates barbara lee who is notoriously anti-war um mm-hmm. she said killing twenty-five thousand civilians it's catastrophic and it will never lead to peace for the israelis nor the palestinians i agree with that adam schiff said uh, i don't know how you can ask any nation to support a ceasefire when their people are being held by a terrorist organization i agree with that um, yeah. Katie Porter, who's sort of in the middle, she said, ceasefire is not a magic word. You can't say it and make it so. But we have to push as the United States as a world leader for us to get to a ceasefire. Again, as Chris said, some nuance, some, you know, about a really right. complicated issue that's been going on forever. Yeah. Steve Garvey uh, uh-huh. just said, I, I, you know, he stands with Israel yesterday, today and tomorrow. Like, that's all they have are slogans over there right. that don't, you know... That's never going to get us to a two-state solution, right? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely not. Um, it's, oh, God, it's such a, a complicated and difficult subject to talk about. But yeah. It, put it this way. Everyone supports the Palestinian people. Everyone yeah. supports the Israeli people. It's Netanyahu, first of all, has to go, and yes. Hamas has to go. Yes. I yep. think it's, I mean, Period. yes, it's the, the details are very, very complicated, and it, it creates a lot of animosity, a lot of headbutting, obviously. But the basics of it are fairly simple. We're talking about a radical regime running uh, the West Bank, and we're talking about a radical regime running Israel right now. And so neither of those groups, yeah. uh, with obviously Netanyahu at the at the taking the yeah. lead on the Israeli side. Neither yes. of those groups are exercising any sort of restraint yeah. right now. And yesterday's and they need story to, is that 21 and, Israeli yeah, soldiers just got killed. I'm like, oh, God, yeah, this is going to yeah. escalate forever. Yeah. And it, I mean, I'm not breaking any news by saying that, yeah. that Netanyahu is a, a terrible, yeah. terrible leader for Israel right now because he's making things worse yeah. for the Jewish people yeah. by being so extremist with his reaction to the uh, the terrorist attacks and, and so forth. So uh, obviously there needs to be a change there before anything gets done. 
Yeah. No. Um, by the way, uh, Kimberly Johnson, your girlfriend, your refrigerator sex <clears throat> partner, um, <laughs> with her angry vagenda of manicide. <laughs> I just thought, like, I, there's a lot of tweets about it, but I know she, I'm sure she said the same thing. How just hilarious but awful that Barbie, <laughs> the female director and star, did not get nominated in a movie oh, that made a billion yeah, dollars yeah. about patriarchy. Only Ken. Right. That is the literal this plot. Literal plot of the movie. Right. right. <laughs> yes. Yes. And and the the shame of it is not just the fact that it illustrates the point of the movie. The fact that <laughs> yes. Greta Gerwig didn't get a director nomination. The uh, the entire concept, the message, the voice of Barbie. The voice of that movie is Greta Gerwig. Yes. It is so crude. Greta Gerwig is inextricably tied to the success yes. of that movie. And Margot and Robbie rareness. was fantastic. I mean, I, I'm not yeah. saying I thought Ryan Gosling was great, too, but it just it is. Yeah, it, I mean, those of us who just know was that saying town, that, I was I, saying the Republican Party are not going to nominate Nikki Haley because they're racist, but they're also sexist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, th the thing is, a movie like Barbie so seldom ever gets made. And yeah. that's one of the things that needs to be celebrated. The fact that Greta Gerwig stuck her neck out yeah. and made this movie that has a, the, one of the most solid statements of, yeah. you know, the last year, if not the last 10 years. Yeah. She deserves accolades for that. Yeah. And the fact that she didn't get it is uh See, because bad, you've been in radio bad, so bad, long, bad, you know bad. that very rude break sign I'm making. Is yeah, so very, I know. It's very, very yep. long. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I could talk to you forever, Bob Seska. Squee. I could very late. Yes. Now, shut up. You, I love you, Bob. Goodbye. The Bob <laughs> love Seska you, Stephanie. Show. Bye-bye. Sexyliberal.com. Bye. Sexyliberal uh -huh. I wish we lived in the day where you could challenge Stephanie Miller. God, you are. That's live from Israel coming up in Coffee with Carlos. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight well, I voted for Nikki Haley because I was voting against Donald Trump. And what, what propelled you to get to this point? I want to, I'm uh, 74 years old, I've lived in a constitutional democracy all my life. I want to remain that way and I want my grandchildren to grow up in one. There you go. And Not a dictatorship. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Some people get it. I'm telling you, a lot of people just voted against Trump. You yeah. know, they, they they're not even going to vote for. They wouldn't vote for Nikki in the right. general, and they said that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Biden said yesterday uh, they put out a statement saying that Trump will be the Republican nominee. My message to the country is the stakes could not be higher. Yeah. I mean, I, he's ahead. What thirty points in South Carolina? And Eleven said, billion well, points. Yeah, he's way ahead in Nevada and, and blah blah blah. He's uh, he's going to be their nominee. Yeah. Uh, Karen in Chicago, Boo Boo Foo Foo has waited so long. Hello. <laughs> How dare I? How Good dare morning, I? Good morning, Oh, no, it's fine. I will wait for you, my lady. Okay. Um, so I just want to say that the fact that the media is not covering the Republican Party for exactly what it is, watching all of these people falling in line, li oh, John Cornyn being gross. the latest Oh, John Cornyn. Did you Trump. read his statement on January 6th? Right? I mean, condemn. It's just, it's insane. No, it is. And this is the thing. This is the story. You can cover Trump, 
but the media needs to give the context and they need to fact check. Same thing when they're interviewing these Trump voters. You cannot let that be the narrative. They have to, if you're not going to push back like that, uh, one reporter pushed back on a Biden voter, um, if you're not going to push back with the same force on Trump voters and challenge them and what they know, um, then it just kind of lies there. And then that is the narrative. The media has got to do better because right now what we're witnessing is an entire political party falling in line with a 91 uh, criminal in- count indictments. Okay, four. Yeah. Espionage with the documents case. Um, he has been adjudicated a rapist. Mm-hmm. He is yeah. an insurrectionist. And this is about, their guy. And it's like... How about this, yesterday, that press yeah. gaggle where he said, they're coming from mental institutions all over the world. What? Like, why wouldn't someone go, there's no evidence of that at all? Right. Where, what is your... Because he just pulls None. stuff out of his ass. It's not based on anything. You know, and, and then... Well, and uh, Joe Biden's the worst president in the history of our country. No, you are probably the worst president. He is probably the best based on, you know, legislative Absolutely. accomplishments, etc. But, but how would we know that? Because the mainstream media doesn't give that story. They don't give that, you know, any kind of context. And they better wake up to it because this is where we're headed. There were a lot of good Germans that did nothing when, it, when Hitler was coming into power. And there were a lot of, um, you know, people that were like, oh, we can control him. It'll yeah. be okay. These are the same people that are com- quiet and complicit in the Republican Party. Yeah. They're just as guilty. And I'm sorry, but if you have a fascist at the, at, that, is, it, that is in cahoots with the people that are putting in place the 2025 project, yeah. and if anybody needs to be scared, you know what, list, go ahead and pick that up and just read the preface. It's 920 pages of pure fascism. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And this is where we're headed, and this is where the Republican Party wants to take us. Yep, absolutely. Um, a lot of people bolarding on yeah. the uh, Twitters and the threads. Aaron Rupar said, it's funny listening to Fox News spin Trump's roughly 11-point victory in New Hampshire as a decisive blowout while they simultaneously try to uh, frame Biden's 50-point victory when he wasn't even on the ballot as yeah. bad news for Biden. I know. Yeah, what else is new? Um, Lindy Lee said President Biden has a 53 point lead over fake Democrat Dean Phillips wasn't even on the ballot and was the target of a fake AI generated robocall campaign. Trump has a a, well it was eight points that 11 point lead and campaigned and spent heavily hoping for a blowout win that didn't come media but Trump is the strong one and has the momentum you can't make this up. Um, We just got to tune it out man. I mean. Uh, yeah, Dana Gould, who I love, says it says something interesting about the likely Republican nominee that the people most happy about his primary win are currently sitting in prison for smearing their <laughs> on the walls of the Capitol. <laughs> yes, there's that. Yeah. All right, more uh, New Hampshire voters yesterday. And I'm curious, over the last two elections, um, have you voted Trump in the past? Was it something where you voted for him, you trusted him, and you were disappointed? Yes, I voted for him in 2016. I am a registered Republican, and I... I regretted that vote almost immediately, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, especially on his trip to Europe where he insulted our allies and praised Putin. I'm sorry. Is it just me, though? Anyone that ever voted for Trump, I wanted to tr- jump to the TV, TV and throttle well, them. I, they didn't know. Yeah. Well, they, in 2016, I, many people didn't yeah. know. I told you how bad it would be, but a lot of people oh, didn't. for God's sakes. Okay, here's some more. And then in 2020, was that enough for you to change your vote to Joe Biden? Yes, Absolutely. Why did you feel the need to to cross party lines? Because I want the world to be a safe place. I believe in a strong NATO. 
My father fought in World War II to defeat fascism, and I wanted to remain defeated. Wow. Okay. Well, it's giving me some hope, yes. right? One last Good. one. Here we go. Christian, a freshman from Dartmouth, you know, or Dartmouth College, rather. Christian, who did you vote for and why? Yeah, so thank you. I voted for Nikki Haley, and it was certainly a strategic vote. Um, I think the DNC is fairly resolute in their nomination for Joe Biden. Uh, and while I wouldn't vote for her in a general election, particularly on our differences with uh, climate change solution, a woman's right to bodily autonomy or uh, incarceration rates, I think a vote for Nikki Haley is, helps diminish Trump's influence in the RNC and their nomination, but is also a vote towards democracy. And Christian is emblematic of so many conversations that I've had here throughout the day. Um, thank you. I, how many times can we say it? Joe Biden, the big winner yesterday. They're both losers. Yeah. It was bad news last night for Trump and uh, Haley, in my opinion. But uh, by the way, Noel Kassler, our friend, uh, talking about Trump, Trump's speech last night, he said, this speech is really a case study in how much Trump hates women, which I've always believed is his core dysfunction. What a freak of a human being. If you vote for this clown, you are a hole and an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just, what do we have? Which one? Oh, 21. Yeah, here we go. In fact, I think they had 4,000 Democrats Democrats before October 6th. They already voted. <laughs> Democrats. 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 All right. It's a new party. <laughs> exactly. Replace the wigs. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Lindy Lee says uh, Trump threatens Nikki Haley with, quote, investigations into stuff she doesn't want to talk about if she doesn't drop out. Uh, he threatens SCOTUS with chaos and mayhem if you don't protect him. He, uh, his thugs threaten Pence with hanging. They threaten judges with murder and bombs. When someone tells you they're a terrorist, believe them. Yes. Thank you. It's just, he's his typical mob boss yep. last night, threatening yeah. and, she was like Blackwell meets a evil Don Rickles, right? Oh, the dress is awful. Nikki Haley's dress. Can you reference someone who's still alive? No, I can't. Okay. Uh, Seth Rula says, Rulalenska. Rulalenska. I am Rulalenska. Seth tweets, 47% of Republican primary voters in the New Hampshire in New Hampshire say Trump is not fit to be president if he's convicted of any crime. 47%. Let me repeat that. 47% of Republican primary voters. Uh, this is what the media would call unelectable if they weren't in the bag for a Trump-Biden rematch. That number alone should convince every Granite Stater who wants a GOP POTUS in 2025 to vote for Haley because Trump is almost certain to be convicted of something this year and therefore cannot win. Yep. <coughs> Uh-oh. Are you okay? Need a Heimlich? Oh, by the way, I already sent this uh, tweet to uh, Frangela. Covey tweets, oh, wow, I had no idea New Hampshire was so diverse. I saw old white people, young white people, middle-aged <laughs> white people, white men, white women, white people with blonde hair, white brunettes, tall white people, and short white people. Very diverse. So many white people. So diverse. Yeah, right? Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm coughing. Yeah, what's going on over there? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Lesson Avocado Nevada. Avocado toast. toast in your- there are sunglasses at night. Pardon me? Sunglasses at night? Yes. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hi, Les. Hi. Uh, hi. Is that in the air? How did that happen? Huh? <laughs> okay, okay, Les. All right, Les is perhaps just still drinking at the what, You say he, he was morning. in Nevada? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the 24-hour liquor license is there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that explains Good that. Good for him. Yeah. Okay. I had a girl. <laughs> <laughs> As we were just talking to Bob Seska about Charlotte Clymer tweets, let me see if I understand this. The Academy nominated Barbie for Best Picture, eight nominations total, a film about a woman being sidelined and rendered invisible in patriarchal structures, but not the woman who directed the film. Okay, then. Okay. <laughs> just... 
Shannon's upset about it. Too. Yes. Who, I know. Yeah. Sh- um, Shannon Watts tweeted Greta Gerwig made a critically acclaimed, culturally profound feminist movie about Barbie and the patriarchy that made a billion dollars at the box office. Oscar nomination goes to Ken. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, not to diminish Ryan Gosling's performance. No, he was performance. great. He was great. Wonderful. It's just, it. but it is, like you said, Chris. It is hilarious. It is literally the plot of the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I guess they had to, they had to prove that. Point. But congratulations to Lily Gladstone, who's the first Native American a woman to be nominated for Best Actress. America Ferrara got a nomination. Yes, for she Barbie did. As well, she did. Yeah, yeah, she was also terrific. Uh, okay, some more uh, breaking polling in Pennsylvania shows independents voting for Biden over Trump by a 23-point margin. This is a near insurmountable margin that bodes really well for Biden's re-election. I mean, again, you know, Trump, as of today, is going to be the nominee. Yeah. He's going to crush her in South Carolina and blah, blah, blah. But that's the big story of last night is independents voted for Nikki Haley. I mean, she's not going to be the nominee. Right. But I, unless, I, I keep saying this isn't anything can happen here. I don't know what happens if Trump, I don't know, gets convicted, goes to prison, his dementia, his dementia, his, I don't None know None of what. that will matter to his base. Yeah, but I don't don't know. I mean, I'm just saying a lot of the Republican Party is saying behind closed doors they're not sure he makes it to November. But, um, yeah, this... Oh, Victor Xi, our our little stem cell, we just said that. Uh, Love this. MSNBC just interviewed a New Hampshire voter who said Biden's doing a better job than people give him credit for. He's gotten a lot done on infrastructure. I believe climate change is real. He's done something on it. Almost nobody else has exactly right. As Victor keeps saying, the biggest predicator is you hear from your peers. You know, like in... um, Chris marriage equality polling. Yep. We always said this because I'm old enough that I never thought it was going to happen in my I lifetime. Never thought it would. Yeah, but I mean, the biggest predicator is that you know somebody that, right. and so that, like, yep. like Victor is saying. First of all, they don't want to talk to the cast of Cocoon, people his age. He, they uh, want to talk to each other. Well, so Victor, he's saying peer to peer is how you know talking that you know someone and you're the one telling them. No, no, no. Here's what Biden's done or whatever. Victor's never seen Cocoon. Yeah, he was that born was too old a reference. Well after it came Oh, out. this because I saw movies that was Jody Hamilton was. noted tab drinker. I just I because this made me laugh because we're a certain age. Liam tweets they wouldn't be able to get away with naming a new soft drink squirt these days, not with the internet. True. Interesting. True. Yeah. True. Squirt is delicious though. It's yeah, a good mix makes for a good mixer. It does. Yeah. Or liquor. It's true though. You could not call anything. That's what one of the actors was wearing. What were those gums that squirted in your mouth? That was Freshen kind of up dis- gum. That was Freshen kind of disgusting up, yeah. too. Up. Yeah, uh-huh. I remember those. No, one of the porn actresses at my house, she was wearing a squirt. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Wait, what now? You just said the sentence. One of the porn actors yes, at my house. Yes, she filmed. Don't you pay attention to the Bob Seska show? They filmed a porn thing at oh. Jody's house. Yeah. The working title was "Sexy Squirters 2. Mm-hmm. You probably only saw one. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. There was no need to see two. No. Well, you need got to see the whole one. plot in the first one. Oh yeah. 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 No, okay. but if you didn't see one, you wouldn't understand two. Oh. Okay. Okay. It's like the difference between Playboy and Beaver Hunt. Well, this is a professional. Thing. Uh, was it? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Pro. Okay. Uh, one more tweet. It's a movement. Uh, another ex-Trump voter in New Hampshire voted today for Nikki Haley. Says he'll never vote for Trump again. I could not vote for Trump. I voted for him twice, but after all the stuff that's gone on, I just couldn't vote for him again. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that is the stuff that you know people are not talking about. They, they, he, I think there is panic behind closed doors in the Republican Party. This is a high wire <laughs> act that they're doing right now, yeah. and uh, I, I think they're going to end up in the dustbin of history where they belong. Bye bye. Oh. Ronald tweets, uh, uh, people who claim to follow the teachings of Jesus are fuming that there might not be razor wire at the border to slice up children. Yes. 
that's um I I also am going to say I think there are some actually decent people in this country and you know Christian people maybe are not for uh, slicing up children with razor wire um, yeah so I'm just saying there's that electorate as Amy well. Coney Barrett yeah there we go former Catholic girl mm. wrong about everything else but, but anti slicing up children yes. we'll take we'll <laughs> take, take the take victories that. where we can get them. <laughs> Stephanie Miller. Once again, something wonderful in my life has been turned into a giant crap fest. Stephanie Miller. I had to do it. I had to send the Tim Scott clip to Frangela. I said the most cringy, biscuity moment ever in the history of politics. Yep. Dear Jesus. And Trump even screwed that up. He's like, oh, she endorsed me. He meant you endorsed me. And she pointed you to your Senate seat. Oh, my God. I thought he was going to ask him to tap, tap dance in a second. Oh, my God. It was so awful. It was. It was terrible. He did mention his engagement. How's that going? Where was Mindy last Where was night? Mindy. She was. Is there another actress strike? What's going on? George Santos made it. Did he? Was he there? Yeah. Oh my God. They were what down a, too many. There was there show. weren't enough criminals in the room apparently. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they weren't they were under their quota of criminals with like just Ar- Trump there. Like Arkham Asylum was opened yes. up. And- there you yes. go. Yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of love, uh, we were saying uh, Emily, the uh, fight song girl. Uh huh. Yeah, you remember. This is my fight song. We speculated that she just broke her hip and is collecting, uh, it is on Medicare. Right. However, uh, their mom and dad sent a picture. So uh, Emily is, is eight. Look, they have spoons on their noses. Uh-huh. I don't know whether that's a, they're a magic family or it's a joke about vaccines. I'm not really sure. I can do that. Oh, yeah. Just that. breathe on the spoon first and then stick it to your nose. All right, well. That's how you do it. Okay. If you have my kind of ski slope nose, it's easier to... Okay. Hi, Emily. That makes me feel younger since she's only eight. I assume she was... Well, Fight Song has only been with this show... For about five yeah. years. Yes. Kevin in Wisconsin. Steph, I've been listening to the show since 2004. I'm a huge fan. Went to your second sexy liberal show at the Barrymore a few years back. My wife and I really loved it. Uh, I was so mad when 92.1 switched to Christmas music the day after the election. Oof. I did the year subscription. Yay, the Steph cast. Uh, and it was well worth it. Uh, I wasn't always able to tune in live. I listen to even more of your show uh, whenever I have time in my day. You are my human antidepressant uh, for this horrible, oh. horrible... Well. Era. Well, I mean, if you can't, I mean, the the the, the Stephcast is only commercial fi- free five ninety five a month if you buy yes. a year in advance, yes. which is a, a complete bargain. A bar and a goon. But if you can't afford that, you can get the Happy Hour podcast, which oh. is totally free. I I happen to be wearing the Happy Hour podcast T shirt a- every what? day. This is how you may support the Stephanie Miller yep. Show in this most critical of election years. Mm-hmm. Is you get just download it, give it five stars. Yep. The more downloads we get, the more well, you support this whole universe. It's the best interview of the day. Every day and Friday you get two. Right. What you do is you subscribe to it. Yeah. You don't really download yeah. it. It downloads itself. But Fine. You subscribe to it. Fine. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> subscribe to it on your favorite I podcast. I posted now. pictures of sexy liberal San Francisco on Instagram where I cut my head off. I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> I, you I, have us subscribe to your podcast for you. Oh, that's correct. Yeah, so oh, you, you have no so idea how it's done. I am helping me. I am helping me. Okay. Yes. 
But but the happy hour is totally free. Yes, there you go. Get it. But it helps us if you uh, it subscribe. Really does. Yep. Okay, 29 minutes after the hour, Malcolm Nance next. I will build an iron dome over our country, a state-of-the-art missile defense shield made in the USA. We do it for other countries. We help other countries. We build. We don't do it for ourselves. We need it, too. You know, Reagan proposed that many years ago, Star Wars. He, he proposed it many, many years ago, but at that time, there was no technology. It was just like it looked good. Oh, no, no, wait. He goes on to explain how it works. Hang on. Hold on. But we have unbelievable technology. We shoot them down. I've seen so many things. I've seen shots that you wouldn't even believe. Missile launched. They go, missile launched. And you hear a bell go. I mean, I see this. I like. I, it's so incredible. And these guys, these geniuses, they go, these are not muscle guys here. They're muscle guys up here, right? And they calmly walk to a seat. Ding, 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 ding. They've only got 17 seconds to figure this whole thing out, right? Boom. Okay. Missile launch. Pshing, boom. To most un- and we don't have it here. Yeah. Oh my. All right. God. Maybe there's someone that knows something about shooty things in yeah, war. Yeah, I think so. Shooty Tell things. Tell us about, about building a dome over our entire country and things that go shoo 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 bing 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 boosh bosh. We can dance if we want to. If we don't, somebody will. Cause Republicans are rude and should be removed and act like they're imbeciles. I say, Malcolm Nance. Hey, hi, Malcolm Nance, live from Israel. So, last time was building the wall. This time, there's going to be a, a dome over. The, he's going to build a dome over the entire <laughs> United States that stops things from going bing, 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 boom, schmoosh. <laughs> <laughs> Your thoughts? <laughs> Your thoughts I'm on that? Stunned. <laughs> I'm can't stunned. stop laughing. <laughs> Bloopy puppy. What the hell did I listen to? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I actually saw that. I was I was watching the cover. Oh my god, he is just <laughs> the stupidest man to ever sit in that seat. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I mean he's he's like he's like the governor from Blazing Saddles, right? You know? <laughs> what's that what's that line, that famous line Harvey Corman said? Oh my God! If they find out, we're gonna lose our phony baloney jobs. Well, <laughs> this guy is—he is so dumb. He's trying to describe. I guess they took him to a national military oh. command post, yes. where I actually pulled a short tour at one of these places underground in the mountain. They do a simulated missile launch, yeah. and they show him. You know, they were showing him laser defense, and he's like, "Boop boop beep up," and I'm like, "What are you five? <laughs> yes. I mean, fought. it is terrifying there That's is any possibility of giving this guy the nuclear codes well, again. It's just, I, okay. Um, Malcolm, so let's talk about, we mentioned yesterday, uh, by the way, oh, you got a lot of uh, hate on Twitter, as you always do when I announce you're going to be on the show. <laughs> I know you've been dealing I'll with this. I live for that now. Oh, Stephanie, I live for that now. <laughs> I know you seem to. Um, you know, I, Malcolm, I was saying... Uh, this is such a difficult situation. There were more, you know, Palestinian protesters at Biden's speech on uh, abortion yesterday. 
Um, and I was saying we just had the the governor's uh, debate out here. Senators. Senators. Sen- excuse me, Senate, debate for Senate. And I, this just tells you like how nuanced and difficult this situation. I agreed with all three Democrats. Barbara Lee said killing 25,000 civilians, it's catastrophic and it will never lead to peace for the Israelis nor the Palestinians. Adam Schiff said, I don't know how you can ask any nation to support a ceasefire when their people are being held by a terrorist organization. Katie Porter said, ceasefire is not a magic word. You can't say it and make it so, but we have to push as the United States as a world leader for us to get to a, a ceasefire. Um, and Steve Garvey, the right. Republican, of, of course, just said, oh, Israel today, tomorrow, yesterday, today, tomorrow. Like, there's no nuance, no <laughs> thoughts about, you know, how we would get to a two-state solution. I mean, talk to us a little bit about, so, you know, being over there and, and what you're, you're feeling about all that. Sure, because I'm, I'm interviewing people left and right. And, uh, in fact, if you're following my Twitter, I... Uh, had an amazing interview uh, with a woman, actually, Aviva Complas, uh, the, the blogger, uh, put out a, a short bit from this woman. But she was born in Baghdad, Iraq, yeah. in 1947, back when there were well over 100,000 Iraqi Jews. Uh, they left, they emigrated to Israel, and since that time, the Jewish diaspora in Iraq has been reduced to seven. There yeah. are seven Jews who live in Iraq now. Yeah. So they all, you know, did everyone move to Israel? Yes. 80% of this country, 80% of this country is Jewish. The other 20% of this country is Israeli Arab, also known as the Palestinians that didn't leave in 1948. 20%, one in in every four... Uh, five people in this country is Palestinian Arab. I speak more Arabic when I'm here than yeah. I speak English uh, because there's there, there's so many here. Now, that 80%, that 8 million Jews, right? 80% of that number are from Arab countries and called yeah. Israeli Jews. Okay? This country is a very brown country. Uh, it's very hard to find Ashkenazim, that's white Jews, who look like they're from Europe? Very hard. It wasn't like when I came back here in, you know, to, uh, in uh, 1983, back when this country was really, yeah. really, really white. It looked white because that's what I was programmed to look for. It's not. It never was. This yeah. country is predominantly made up of those Muslims. Yeah. I mean, sorry, not Muslims, but Arabs who were Jewish. Sure. Now, I want to make a quick point about that. This country is traumatized. But traumatized as it is from having their massive 9-11, everyone knows someone who was murdered. Right. Everyone knows somebody who was kidnapped in some way, shape, or form. The Israelis put out a proposal for a two-month ceasefire. Yeah. They were going to exchange all hostages, all civilian hostages, plus thousands of Palestinian prisoners. Yep. Hamas yesterday turned it down. So yeah. when I hear people say calling for ceasefire, what they're calling for is for Israel to unilaterally surrender to Hamas by stopping this war. And it's a war. It's yeah. not a raid. It's not an air raid. There are like some 20,000 Israeli soldiers in full-time blazing battles day and night with Hamas. Yeah. So that's the situation on the ground here. Well, yeah, I, 
obviously Netanyahu rejected the conditions. Um, it, it would include Israel's complete withdrawal and leaving Hamas in power in Gaza. Um, you know, that was I, I think we all know that, that that's going to be a non-starter. But you know, at the same time, yeah. Palestinian milita- militants, as you know, just killed 21 Israeli soldiers. So this morning, Malcolm, I felt like, oh my God, this is just going to escalate yeah. forever. It, yeah, it's terrible because I w- I just happened to be in the Ministry of Defense uh, when they were trying to figure out what happened, and it was an unfortunate series of events. It was an unfortunate accident after a rocket had been fired into a building and they were preparing to demolish the buildings and a lot of reservists died you know we've had incidents like that too in the united states and iraq and afghanistan that's a horrible number for israel though 21 yeah. men and women to them is like 150 Malcolm, to 200 I, to us i mean the, the, again i i know i understand like only believing hamas on anything but it, it, the body count is obviously very significant on the palestinian side as well and i, I think it's you write a piece um as you, and i encourage everybody to read your substack and whatever because you're you talk about you you know you've over the last 40 years you've been to israel a lot i didn't even know this that you were raised in an orthodox jewish neighborhood in philadelphia since you were 10. um but you just, you know, you talk about what happened um, when Israel decided to strike back after October 7th. You say it appeared the world had uh, shifted its position of horror and support for Israel and instead sought Israel's ability to defend itself using massive amounts of air power as an act of extreme ag- aggression. Within 72 hours, the lie heard around the world occurred. The proclamation of an Israeli airstrike on the Alahi hospital, killing 500 people and destroying the hospital, setting the world on fire all across North America and Europe. Social justice activists joined Palestinian and Muslim protesters to create a wave of anti-Israeli revulsion. However, no such attack happened. It was an accidental rocket fired by a Palestinian terror group. It killed and injured fewer than 40 people. But you just said no matter, no matter, within 72 hours, the big international free Palestine uh, movement was using the word genocide uh, to describe Israel's attack. So, and, and describing Israel as colonial and apartheid. Um, so you sort of go, want to answer the question, is Israel an apartheid state? Mm-hmm. So yeah, and because, you know that was that was posed by a question uh, that that you know one of my readers had, had had put out there, and what I did was I made it clear in my Substack. Now we're talking Israel, and I have people come up there and say, "Well, Israel's full of apartheid. You can't go on the street. They hate blacks. They hit this." That is just a lie. But on the other hand, because this is actually a very democratic multinational multicultural multi-faith integrated country palestinians within israel palestinian arabs or israeli arabs as they call them they're not prohibited from doing anything they can marry a christian they can walk across the street there are no segregated areas within the confines of israel and then that's when you get people move the goalpost on you and they go well we were talking about gaza and the west bank well gaza was its own self-governing region that was buffered by Egypt on the south and Israel to the east and and north. Okay, there's no apartheid going on there because they are 2.2 million people who chose with their government that they elected, which was a terrorist group, to instead of developing themselves, create a a, a micro terror state that armed, you know, 30,000 terrorists, built 10,000 rockets, created 500 miles of underground tunnels which is have to be cleared and then invaded Israel on October 7th yeah. in their charter, the destruction of the state. The West Bank is a separate situation. That's not Israel either. 
There are security zones in there, the A zone, the B zone, the Z zone. And Israel has what they call security segregation. Now, that could arguably be considered apartheid, except that the Palestinian zones are governed by the Palestinian Authority. Right. Okay? And they put, they put borders and fences in there in between the two. Are there settlements there? Yes, there are. And that's the biggest thorn in the entire yeah. Israel-Palestine conflict. But Israel had settlements in Gaza way back before 2005, abandoned them all, pulled out all the settlers, moved their own cemeteries, and gave it all to the Palestinians. So it's possible when a two-state solution comes up that things could change. Yeah. But so long as you're using this absolutist, you know, Today kill seems... every Jew vocabulary, yeah. things aren't going to work. Yeah, it seems like... <laughs> particularly not very hopeful day though <laughs> you know in the, for this whole situation just you know given what everything you were just talking about right. you know it's it just do you feel a, a way forward i mean we keep saying i feel like hamas and netanyahu need to be gone it's just this this feels yeah. like endless and hopeless and and i don't yeah, I, honestly you know. i keep saying i i don't i just don't understand they're making analogies to biden with you know vietnam or <laughs> You know, those of us that, that, you know, said George Bush is illegally attacking the wrong country after 9-11. This is not Joe Biden's war, no, you know? I, I mean, to be calling him Joe Genocide Biden Joe and this is his... Huh? Go ahead. Joe Biden did not ask Hamas to invade. Joe Biden did not direct Netanyahu to counterattack, blitz, blitz in an aerial attack against the Palestinians. Joe Biden it didn't have anything to do with this other than the basics that every president of the United States, if it had been Barack Obama, yeah. okay, he would have done the exact same thing, which is this is the only democracy in the Middle East. Yeah. This yeah. is a real homogenous, multicultural, multi-faith country. This is the only place gays are going to get any shake. All right. Every yeah. place else, they'll throw you off a roof or they'll kill you or they'll make you hide. This country is supported by the United States because it is our policy to support this democracy. Do we support Netanyahu? Actually, if you watch what Joe Biden has been doing over the last few months, no, they have pressured him on many levels. These settlers who yeah. are over there shooting people are now going to be banned from coming to the United yeah, States good. if they're not brought to justice. Joe Biden is doing as best as he can, but this is why we call it foreign policy yeah right and so you're gonna you know I, I saw this this uh tweet that they spoke to muslim leaders and none of them will support joe biden in 2020 20 uh 24 during the election yeah that's that's literally community suicide uh -huh. as yeah. i called it i called it out I'll, I'll be frank i called it a murder suicide pact yeah because they will, and, and it's not just Trump. They are Islamophobic as a party. party. As a, as a party, they are putting forward bills to eject all Palestinians that live here now. I mean, it, it's in, it's insane. Did you hear him last night? Trump literally repeated it yesterday. He will deport anyone yeah. that supports the Palestinians. He will get rid of anyone. And believe me, if you think he is not including American citizens in there, yeah. All right. Steve Miller put that tweet out about the at 12 noon on January 17, 2025. They the largest yeah. deportation in American history. Those of us that went to the occur. airports that went to the airports to protest the Muslim ban. You know, we're like, oh. do you have no, short term they, memory loss? I mean, yeah. 
this is not you know voting is not a single issue thing it is vote like what it um uh uh george um uh takaki it rhymes with gay said Uh he said my family was put into camps Uh yeah in world war ii and we know that by voting for the party that really has our interest in mind is what democracy is about it is not a it is not a uh you know a popularity contest it is about voting for a team that will move you forward and i'm sorry the, the the free palestine movement these misguided young kids if you're listening to me you're voting for the end of democracy you're voting to destroy every woman's right to choose forever you're voting against the black people that held this party up you are voting because you're ignorant and misguided on this one subject so you're, you've gone together. from shouting McF- shout face to get off my lawn oh. you damn kids you turn I, the hose I, on I, you. I, I got to because <laughs> I, the yeah, yeah. lawn is called history <laughs> and these people just will not get it they're I all about learning things over 10 seconds please stay safe to- please stay safe we hear yes. you but even if you weren't shouting we hear you because your points are very good right yeah. we love you malcolm nance stay safe please there we go. All right, Malcolm Nance, Malcolm Nance. I can't find my pants. Oh. Stephanie Miller. I am out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It is an up at dawn, pride swallowing siege that I will never fully tell you about, okay? Stephanie Miller. Good point, Jody. We'll go have Dino Badala on on Monday, uh, noted Muslim and comedian, so that people can yell at us from the other side. Yeah. People that just called. Malcolm Nance, a genocidal Zionist, or whatever. Whatever. Okay. I think Ben Glebe is in Israel right now as well. Oh, oh is he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We'll uh, you can see how easy this issue is. Someone's like, Israel needs to get the out of Palestine. That's how you solve it. Oh, oh okay. Well, Nobody's yeah, ever thought of that before. I someone had thought of that before. I was saying, I got everybody's point in the gubern- or the uh, senatorial uh-huh. debate that, you know, I was saying, can you imagine if, you know, however many Americans were being held by a terrorist organization, exactly. if anyone told us to cease fire, right. we'd be like, you, yeah. you know, and yet I agree with, you know, Barbara Lee and Katie Porter, who, you know, I, so the uh, 20, however thousand, you know, Palestinians dead, not helping anybody. Yeah. Katie Porter saying ceasefire is not a magic word. Right. right. You know, it's just not as easy as as snapping your fingers. I hope that they're able to manage this month-long ceasefire that they're kind of talking about to try and get the hostages home. I really hope that happens. I don't don't think it's happening. I think that's, isn't that the breaking news that it's not happening? Netanyahu's rejected and Hamas rejected. Right, but but uh, people have rejected, both sides have rejected before and... Yeah. Let's see if something can come out. Negotiations can work. Right. Yeah. Coffee with Carlos Alzraki next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
blaming Nikki Haley for January 6th and couldn't, if he's off the teleprompter, this is not Donald Trump of 2016, guys. So, if he's off the teleprompter, he can barely keep a, co a cogent thought. I mean, that's just fact. But you've seen him in person as many, probably more times. I've worked with him very closely. He's not the same guy. This is not Donald Trump. He didn't have a poster basketball. last night. Yeah, look, this guy is nearly 80 years old. Thank you He's for your 77. Service. Yeah, that's nearly 80. That's nearly 80. We'll do math later, but... Faulkner. We'll do math later. That would be uh, John Sununu, who, according to Trump, is on something. He's a hopscotch. Hmm. I guess Trump would know. Okay. Wow, 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 yeah, wow. Yeah, Harris Faulkner, her out there carrying water for Donald Trump. She was Donald so Trump. trying so hard. Absolutely. She really tried. Yeah, oh dear. and she calls herself an anchor. Oh no, dear. she's an opinion person. Uh -huh. um, let's skip to uh, Dana Bash interviewing uh, Nikki Haley. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, does anyone else, whenever she says it is going to end with a President Kamala Harris, I'm like, yay. Yeah. Yay. Hmm. Okay. He was found liable in a civil trial for sexually assaulting E. Jean Carroll. He's under investigation for obstructing attempts to get him to return classified documents that he took uh, from the White House. He's arguing constantly that he deserves total immunity. You think that that conduct makes him fit to be president? If I did, I wouldn't be running. So the the whole you also focus. Have pledged to support him and endorse him if you end up not making it. Because I don't ever want to see a president Kamala Harris. She's not running for president. Oh my! That's the fear mongering, God. right? Right. Look at the ooh, boogity boogity black lady. Also, I mean, Southeast Asian so lady, which is what. Nikki for Haley a woman is. of color to be right. doing that kind of uh -huh. sexist, right. racist yep. fear-mongering is despicable. Right. Uh, one more here. That should send a chill up everyone's spine. Oh, think that yes. President Kamala Harris would be more dangerous than somebody who uh, is alleged to and has been found liable for the conduct that I just described? What I worry about is the media doesn't think Americans are smart enough to see that. She went in and did double both sides of her Yes, of course, because both sides, as we all know, do it. Right. Both sides do it. Both sides are exactly the same. Hmm. Okay. Uh, wow. Yes, she remains uh, despicable. Yeah. Okay, let's, hey, our friends here. Hey, hey, everybody. That's good coffee. I take it back, like my man. Coffee with Carlos sells Rocky. I'll have a Zimbabwe latte. I'll have a Kenya cappuccino. She never has a second cup of coffee at home. Mountain-grown coffee. Carlos sells Rocky. I was going to make espresso. And baked by Juan Valdez. Coffee with Carlos. Good to the last drop. Hola, Carlos. Buenos días, ¿qué tal? Estoy estudiando mi español hoy con Duolingo en el teléfono. <laughs> hey, how you doing, man? I'm learning my Spanish on the phone. That's what I said. Oh, in America. <laughs> Nikki Haley afraid to use her own real name. Actually, ironically, yeah. pronouncing Kamala correctly. Why? Because she's had years of practice with her own real name before yeah. she abandoned it. And she built her whole image on I overcame racism uh -huh. and I experienced all this racism growing up. And then she's like, oh, there's this, we've never been a racist country. Like, Listen, wait, you what? can disagree with... Yeah. You can disagree with Kamala Harris. You can maybe not like her policies, her style. Oh, Willie Brown, this and that. But... Uh, by fact, objectively looking, Kamala Harris would not be nearly as bad if you're going to go that direction. I'm, incorrectly, not, I'm going in that she was Trump. my first choice and it's fantastic, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's just no comparison. To say Kamala Harris would be worse than Trump, nobody, maybe Hitler and Satan, are the exception. Mussolini. Is worse than Trump. Mussolini. Chris, who said, I was a lifelong Republican until President Trump. I would like to get the Republican Party back to its normal conservative values. My conscience won't allow me to vote for a criminal. 
Ah. Uh, Captain Kangaroo. Uh, well, no. Jinx the cat. Would be a voter in New Hampshire oh. who said uh, why he vote for, voted for Haley. She's not Trump. Um, <laughs> Carlos, I keep saying the big winner last night was Joe Biden. He won 70%. He wasn't even on the ballot. They had to, yep. that, That's better than Obama did when he <laughs> was on the ballot unopposed. Right. Yeah. So you I know, stupid fake Democrat Dean, whatever his name is, Dean and Phillips, what a hack. Yeah. You you will know. It's on. You know, he got I don't know whatever twenty percent. But anyway, the fact that Biden, it, all these stories, Carlos, no enthusiasm for Biden. Oh, even Democrats don't want him. They think he's too old. I'm like, really? Bi- Obama did not do this well. He wasn't even right. the people wrote him in. Yeah. Yeah, he's really uh, against against all the firepower of the alt-right misinformation machine. Against all the firepower of blockading by the Republicans. <laughs> he's doing a pretty amazing job. Yeah. Even trying to bring people together on the infrastructure bill. Can't get support on anything uh, on the on the border legislation. Yeah. He's doing it. And again, this is why third party third, third party candidates like a Phillips, like Kennedy, that exist in the value in the vacuum, free from criticism free from having to attack Trump. This is why they can appear to look good. But that's not reality. That's not playing the game. That's sitting on the sidelines. So yeah. it's a pretty amazing thing that Trump, uh, Biden has been able to accomplish amongst, uh, against all of that. You retweeted this lady, this New Hampshire voter. Well, I voted for Nikki Haley because I was voting against Donald Trump. And what, what propelled you to get to this point? I want to, I'm 74 years old. I've lived in a constitutional democracy all my life. I want to remain that way, and I want my grandchildren to grow up in one. And Not a dictatorship. Yeah, and you, Rick Wilson said she's a damn American hero. I yeah. mean, I think more people get it than, you know, <laughs> than we think. I, know, I understand us being scared, uh, you yes. know, of ever, the even possibility of handing the nuclear codes back to Donald Trump, right? But... Uh, you yeah. know, I'm feeling, Bob Sesco was saying the same thing. I'm feeling pretty positive. I'm afraid to say it because <laughs> I don't want yeah. us to get complacent. Yeah, the, keep keep stacking the sandbags, man. The flood is not over. Show up, show up with your sandbags and keep keep fighting this MAGA river overflow, you know. Um, and, and again, I think people are starting to grow up in terms of their psychology in as much as you're not going to get everything you want. This The pro-Israel group, the pro-Palestinian group, the anti-immigration group, the pro-immigration group, the anti-legislation, the pro-woke, the non-woke. You're not going to get everything you want. It right. just doesn't happen. What we don't want is another Trump term. And also, so someone Biden, said... It may be far from perfect in your eyes, but he's clearly, out of only two choices, hashtag reality, I, I guess the we, better choice. Right. That's we have it. to be grateful that Trump, as someone said, Trump's dementia is starting to pierce even the bad yeah. journalism. Like, that that's a positive sign. That they can't Sally keep Miller. whitewashing and Sally covering Miller up. With yeah. yeah. It really is, right? Nikki Haley from Nancy Pelosi... What did he say? We, I don't even know what he said. It was so bad. We we interned the thing. Oh yeah, the institute and the death penalty. Oh what yes, right. We played that yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Did you hear yeah. the which ones? Play the Bing Bong one for him again, because that seems. Fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, for uh, eleven. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. But we have unbelievable technology. Mm-hmm. We shoot them down. I've seen so many things. I've seen shots that you wouldn't even believe. Missile mm-hmm. launched. Missile, they go missile launched. And you hear a bell go. I mean, I see this. I like. I, it's so incredible. And these guys, oh, these man. geniuses, they go. These are not muscle guys here. They're muscle guys up here, right? And they calmly walk to a seat. Ding, 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 ding. They've only got 17 seconds to figure this whole thing out, right? 
bomb. Man. Okay. Missile launch. Pshin-pum. It's the most un... And we don't have it here. Not to wow. be confused with windmills, which go... He sounds like a kid at Chuck E. Cheese trying to, trying to explain how many tickets he's won on a game, but he forgets what the game is. And what happened, Billy? The, the missile and, and the ding ding and, uh, and then it was like, we don't even have it. I like it. <laughs> but where, what, what machine was it? But it, it was the lights and missiles and ding ding. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yes, oh, you retweeted, uh, someone said, Trump would hate it if this got widely shared, kids. Uh, it was him from, I don't know what year, saying it just seems the economy does better under the Democrats than the Republicans. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. I, I said this yesterday, suck out all the criminality right. and <laughs> rape and I, I, just his, just keep posting, he's the only president since Hoover, only he and Hoover lost jobs during their Biden's is up here 14 million jobs he added I mean it just didn't they always say it's the economy stupid it's the economy stupid and yeah and if you're uh worried about the border you're worried about the Houthis you're worried about Middle East you're worried about Ukraine Biden started none of that the border problem has been ongoing because we've never been able to get comprehensive border uh legislation the he didn't invade Putin invaded because Trump saddled up to him, weakened NATO. Putin's like, oh, I've got my guy in office. I will invade to get him reelected. It's yeah. so obvious. Yeah. He waited till well, Biden we was president to invade. So he's done none of those things. 90% of the people that come across the border, Carlos, guess where they are? They're in our custody. It, it's the Republicans that won't give him the funding right. for the tools he needs to, you know, more for the courts to move the people through the system. To, they want chaos at the border. They want they the issue. The they border. don't want to solve it. But also these big conglomerate farming people have to sort of admit that we need these laborers. Yes. We, we, we're yeah, not well, yeah. How come my salad's $27? Yeah. I mean, they, so there's, there's corporations yeah. that hire these people because they know that they will work harder for less. And yeah. so, th- but they don't get the blame. They, they never have yeah. it. So, and, and to argue that, oh, it's ruining the country. It's like the economy is like the best it's ever been. So it can't be yeah. the flood of immigrants you say is coming over that's ruining the country. We're doing quite well. Right. Pam in the uh, in the very important and very white state of New Hampshire. Hello, Pam. <laughs> New Hampshire. Hi. Hi. Well, I'm glad we didn't vote today because we got a freezing ice storm going on. Oh, so thank God it was done yesterday. But uh, yeah. the biggest the biggest number because the media wants to focus on immigration. Sixty seven percent of New Hampshire wants women's bodies left alone, and only thirty two percent of Republicans are MAGA, and fifty six percent are not. So people are not stupid, and the media hopefully one day will get yep yep absolutely. get it going right. Yep, thank you. And Kamala Harris, who did I mention? I think is fabulous. Yeah, uh, talking she about choice, yes. And while these extremists say they are motivated by the health and well-being of women and children, in reality, they ignore the crisis of maternal mortality. The top ten states with the highest rates of maternal mortality all have abortion bans. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Carlos, we just we keep saying it, but it's just the row rage. You just cannot underestimate, you know, how big a factor this is still going to be. Yeah, we saw it in Kansas City, right? Kansas last year. We saw it where Ohio as well. State by state, you see that it doesn't work. And... <laughs> Again, it, it goes against every principle the Republicans uh, are supposed to have regarding big government. And the big yeah. government, except yeah. when it comes to your decision. And we aren't even counting. To state. 
We aren't even counting the women that are pissed that Greta Gerwig and uh, Margot Robbie didn't get Oscar nominations. <laughs> yeah. We're not even counting that. There's going to be a big uh, pink here wave. Here comes the slogan, Margot got robbied, right? Hey, uh, he hey! hey, you wrote a joke. <laughs> yeah, I really like that movie. Uh, and if you're, if you're Greta Gerwig fans, go back and see Frances Ha. It's one of the first movies I've yeah. ever seen because uh, she kind of refers to her family growing up in Sacramento, California. And I went to Sacramento State. But that's a really great movie. It's black and white. Mm-hmm. Check out Francis Francis Hall by Greta Gerwig. Also, Lady Both Bird. Both of them should have been nominated. Lady Bird was really yeah. good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Really? And Margot, Margot Robbie was just... I, I, the movie I really enjoyed. Yeah. Like, was it transcendent? No, it's not the Godfather or whatever. Nothing is, right? But it was, but, it was more intelligent than it had any right to be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, yeah. Really it worked wonderful. on so and many Margot levels. Robbie was it was amazing. a feminist manifesto, which is what we were saying to Chris that it's ironic that oh. this is like the plot literally of the movie. <laughs> the patriarchy. But I'm telling you what's going to happen at the Oscars. Somebody is going to make a speech and or win an Oscar and go, you know what? Like I think it was Ving Rhames who gave it to Jack Lemmon at yeah. one of these award yeah. shows. Yeah. I think there's going to be a Ving Rhames moment, especially if it's Ryan Gosling. He's like, this is not mine. Here, Margot, come up here and get well, it. Well, he said that. He so, said there's no Barbie without Greta and Margot. There's no Ken you know, without he, Barbie. Yeah, yeah there's, right, exactly. That's yeah. from the movie. So, yes, oh. of course, it's it's just a movie, and it's only art, and art is subjective. Right. Exactly. But people, if you want to be upset about it, be upset about it. But in the in the long run, a good movie was made. A great performance was yeah. done. Right. And that's so the most that's important, important part. I think whether Ryan whether Gosling, it gets awards or not. I think Ryan Gosling should drop his pants and there should be like nothing there. He should have like a smoothie like a smoothie thing over it. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. Has no I'll tell you what. I'll hmm? give Margot Robbie my Annie Award for doing voices. <laughs> there you go. For there doing go. cartoon voices. Everybody <laughs> give their award to Margot and Greta. All right. 20 yeah, minutes that'll after That'll make the, her happy. Yeah. If there was one thing <laughs> Stephanie Miller was sure of it was that her brand of tuna was best. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Have I mentioned how much I love talking about the Middle East? <laughs> yes, Malcolm mentioned uh, Isra- uh, Israelis put a proposal for a two-month ceasefire to exchange all civilian hostages for thousands of Palestinian prisoners. Hamas yesterday turned it down. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I, uh, what, where did, uh, oh, someone said Malcolm, that there was no nuance in that segment. Malcolm never criticizes Netanyahu, and Malcolm uh, tweeted uh, apparently you didn't listen to this week's show or last week's show or the ones before. I'm constantly criticizing Netanyahu. Yeah. If yeah. you don't actually listen, uh, don't come on here and comment exactly. with nonsense. Exactly. Um, I, I don't agree with everything Malcolm says, no. but what do I always yep. say, Chris? If you agree with everything anyone says, you're an idiot. Uh-huh. All right. I agree, Stephanie. <laughs> huh? Whenever I talk about the Middle East, I immediately need to do a fart story, Carlos. And okay. that's the important. I thought I had a bad travel experience uh-huh. just to San Francisco. Uh, excessively farting passenger causes American Airlines flight to turn around. This is, I mean, wow. I, you know what? Altitude does make you? me a little. Was it you? No. Huh? But oh I've boy. never, I've never forced a plane to turn around. I do get a little rumbly tumbly. Sometimes, someone in my aisle will fart, but they don't turn the plane around. This is bad. Somebody on Reddit said I was seated near the row where this situation occurred. This is a situation. Yeah, we are having a situation now. Got a situation. Uh, while the airplane was still at the gate, the uh, documentarian says they saw and heard an audibly disgruntled man, maybe hungover man. He reportedly exclaimed, you thought that was rude. How about this smell? And proceeded to loudly pass gas. I think a scuffle awesome. ensued and 
plane turned around. I think they need the cone of silence to go over every, the cone of smell silence. Yeah, yeah, there was nothing, you never smell the smell uh, unless you were a skydiver and you were going with a bunch of new tandem dr divers and you get up above 8,000 feet because they're not well, There'd be more than cabins. farts if I jumped out of a plane. <laughs> yeah, so once you get above 8,000 feet, it starts to stank on that plane. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> See, now don't we all feel better? <laughs> Okay, let's go to uh, Janice in Chicago. They didn't, they didn't crap in the aisle yeah, like, that like that story. Oh, the yeah. guy on the, on the food cart. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Janice uh, in Chicago. Hello. Hi. Listen, um, I don't have anything to back this up with. I went on Google uh, for uh, Steve Garvey. Yes. But I remember, I, I think it was after he had retired from baseball, or maybe he was in the end of his uh, career there, but he was in the news for having sired um, at least two illegitimate children with, with different women. Oh, and I, oh sired. I, I thought he said fired. Oh, sired. I see. Sired. Yeah. This is radio. You don't have to have anything to back anything up with. This is all it's just because talking out your this ass. Is radio. I believe I heard that story in the past. Oh. Yeah, I know that they called him Popeye because he had big forearms. But he didn't okay. have big forearms. Yes, yeah. he did. 29 minutes after the hour. Coffee with Carlos. want to roll back the clock to a time before women were treated as full citizens. Wisconsin to the 1800s. Just look at what happened here in this beautiful state of Wisconsin. After Roe was dismantled, extremists evoked a law from 1849 to stop abortion in this state. 1849. MVP, go on. Preach it, sister. Uh, Vice President Before Harris. women could vote. Before women could hold elected office. Before many women could even own property. In a state whose motto is forward, these extremists are trying to take us backwards. Well, we're not having that. We're not having that. Yeah, yeah. Carlos, Jody and I were talking about, uh, well, mm -hmm. when I started in radio, Chris and Marconi had to co-sign so I could get a right. credit card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Long it's time ago. <laughs> well, you were a toddler. <laughs> right, right. Yes, there's and that. Woman. All right, one more. Vice President Harris. The former president... handpicked three Supreme Court justices because he intended for them to overturn Roe. He intended for them to take your freedoms. And it is a decision he brags about. Yes, he does. A couple weeks ago, he said that for years, quote, they were trying to get Roe v. Wade terminated but he said, quote, I did it, and I'm proud to have done it. I don't know who the woman in the background is, but I want to kiss and date and marry her. Yeah. He did. They're trying to make the air cleaner. They, you know, I, I'm the one that's going to make the air dirtier. They don't want it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to be the one that pollutes the world, yep. that makes yeah. sure that everybody gets cancer. That's going to be me, okay? <laughs> I do great things. All right, one last one. The vice president yesterday. Proud? 
Proud that women across our nation are suffering? Proud that women have been robbed of a fundamental freedom? Proud that doctors could be thrown in prison for caring for their patients? That young women today have fewer rights than their mothers and grandmothers? How dare he? (laughs) And uh, President Biden, one last one here, Carlos. Congress must codify Roe v. Wade for all the states in America. Stop playing politics of the women's lives and freedom. Let doctors do their job. Um, you know, again, we keep saying, you know, don't be a single issue voter, but this is a pretty big issue. (laughs) I think it is going to drive a lot of turnout. I mean, you've said it here for years, Carlos, and it's so true. How are you going to stop rich ladies from getting abortions? Never. Never. Can't be done. Um, Yes. Again, any law that you vote against in terms of your religious bent is going to uniformly uh, affect only poor people. And it's a shame. And again, that is a single issue, but just on all issues, on climate, on uh, uh, student loan forgiveness, on raising the minimum minimum wage, on infrastructure, on the border itself, you know. Well, and speaking of religion and the border, we were saying that, boy, those right-wing Christians are super mad that uh, kids can't be cut to ribbons in the Rio Grande anymore. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We we would say this now, that there's no way Jesus, the way that Jesus actually was as a human being, an Aramaic, dark-skinned Jew, as as, uh, John Fugelsang says, there's no way they let him in the border. This socialist coming across the border illegally, not uh, letting kids drown. (laughs) Yeah, it's we're calling them fake Christians, right? The only thing, as John always says, the only thing it ever says in the Bible is welcome the stranger. The opposite of what, you know, but I just, I don't know this story, I just love. A pastor says he may have misunderstood his divine instruction after being accused of a scheme to defraud his parishioners out of $3.2 million. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Uh, Well, Jesus got to speaking in tongues. (laughs) He said, either I misheard God. (laughs) I'm sorry, Paul says, what God? Uh, And every one of you who prayed and came in as you well, uh, uh, or, uh, or two, God is not done with this project. He invented his own Christian uh, cryptocurrency, which they sold through Kingdom Wealth Exchange, an online body. They also created the cryptocurrency, one uh, uh, of the name INDX coin. Yeah, they maybe that's maybe his reception is bad from what God. So, oh, you uh, didn't say rip off all of my parishioners with some fake cryptocurrency. He was trying to sell God yeah. coin. Yes. Like a crappy yes. magician pulling a dead rabbit out of his right. pants. Maybe I didn't say abracadabra. Maybe I said abrasamabra. But something went wrong I mean, with the magic. When is this grift going to be up? Donald Trump, this is fake Christianity. I, I just, NFTs. Oh my I like God. many parts of the book. I like the cover of the book. The cover of the book is great. It's beautiful. It's leather. It says Bible. B-I-B-L-E. Bible. I love that name, the Bible. It's a great name. <laughs> many people wanted to call it something different. I said, no, Bible. It's got to be the Bible. <laughs> and they would go, yay! Robin, <laughs> yay! Robin, Michigan, you're on with Carlos. Hi, Rob. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Good. Go ahead. Hey, I am calling because I, it's, today's an anniversary. I used to call you guys all the time. I was the official fromage of the Stephanie Miller show. <gasps> oh! I love doing cheese Praise Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Right? Well, then I became a teacher, and I couldn't really pipe you into my classroom because, uh-huh. you know... 
Well, yeah, those, I should have. Those kids are the worst for that. I didn't do that. that well. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, one of my students actually went out to be one of the kidnappers of uh, Whitmer. Um, oh, so oh I, that was really? Funny. You must be so proud. Yeah. The one that was <laughs> flirting with the juror. I don't know if you remember that oh, part. Oh, dear God. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, 16 years ago, I used to call in all the time until then. And uh, 16 years ago, I called to try and con- get you to convince my wife to have you piped into the the delivery room for my daughter. Okay, I think I remember that. Wow. Yeah. We've missed you. And Chris, you gave me a bunch of business. You said, shouldn't you be doing something else? And I was like, she's fine. Everything's fine. You know, <laughs> I think I, I remember. I do remember <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, screw that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I used to talk to you all the time. Yes. Uh, but, Aww. uh, and I'd call and you guys like wondered how many beers were in a keg and I'd be like 165. And, huh. you know, Good to and, know. Because I worked at a deli. Okay. Stuff wow. like that. Right. Anyway. You are a fount of information. I, I, I know. I, I told you about going to Telluride because I used to live there, and you did a whole jingle on that. Huh. I, I, when I called back in the day, the only Kevin was from Washington. Oh, and now they've spawned like right? crazy. The, I know. And the only jingles were for um, Scooter Libby and what was his name? Spot or something? The guy who. Oh, Sock. Sock. The death row guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We go back so, some, Rick. So I just or, love I mean, you guys. Uh, Rob, I love yeah. you guys. And I just and Carlos, I love you. Wednesday is a, a, a day that I just I can't Aww. miss. So. Hey, well, Rob, don't oh, be such a stranger you. anymore. We miss you. I know. So now I'm a handyman. So I'm usually like under a sink or something right now when I'm listening to you. Right. So it's a whole different. It's tough to to do. But okay. I just want to say thank you for being part of my life and Aww. and making people smarter. And, uh, and thank you, and thank you for reminding us of the Scooter Libby jingle. I think we we may repurpose that for Trump. Scooter Libby, Libby, Libby's going to jail, jail, jail. He will take it, take it, take it in the tail, tail, oh tail. Scooter oh Libby, Libby, Libby <laughs> had some power, power, power. Better hold on to the soap in the shower, shower, shower. I think that's why, uh, I think Lindsey Graham has heard that jingle. I think yeah. that's why he threw Donald Trump out of the bus in, I the, think Ge- so. in the Georgia yeah. case, because Lindsey would not do well in prison. He, no, he, yeah. he does not want to no. take it in the tail, tail, tail. Hey, 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 come on, that's not funny. <laughs> he would what, not Carlos? be able to rack those balls until the sun came up. <laughs> or maybe he would. Is there Are there pool tables in prison? Is that part of the recreational? No? So he can't rack balls until the sun comes up? I don't think so. Oh. Right. Those are more like I think weapons. it was golf balls, but maybe it was pool balls. Okay. Rick in Syracuse, a uh, truck driver. Hello, Rick. Hi. Good Hi. morning. Hi. Yes. My concern is with Nikki. They, they keep talking like she is a very uh, better than Trump. But just, she's, she's just as bad as him. I mean, yeah, of yeah. course. She has the same awful policies, she, right? Yeah, she has this, yeah, the, she, the same awful policy against women's rights, against LGBT. And about Hispanic in the border, in the uh, like New York, she wants to cut all the funds that will give the you know the foreign people. And I'm like, well, we don't do the same thing to Texas that we give them money for that and then they use it for something else, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I you know, I defended her, Carlos, I thought her dress was lovely. Chris and Jody thought it was a little busy. Donald Trump didn't like it. Little Nikki wearing those little little flower dresses. <laughs> yes. Be very careful. She's she's crazy. By the way, pardon me. By the way, we should. Very crazy. Very crazy. <laughs> bird brain, 
but very Nikki. We were saying it is. It's, uh, there is uh, this self awareness is quite stunning uh, on behalf of Donald Trump, who said she came in second place and she shouldn't be delusional. Delusional, she should get out. She shouldn't be. You know what did uh, oh Kellyanne Conway said she shouldn't be an election denier. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. You should admit it when you lose, Carlos. Even, even you though see, she didn't yeah. say anything hello. about winning. Alanis Alan, Morissette. Hello. Oh. Hello. It's long past time for her to do a new version of that with things that actually are ironic. Is all I'm saying. Okay. Isn't it ironic? Yes. 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 Don't you think? Yes. Okay. Just I'm pointing it out. All right. Um. By the way, on all the focus on how awful Nikki Haley is, we shouldn't re- forget there are other awful, awful Republican women uh-huh. like Elise Stefanik and also uh, Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene. Okay. What oh they do now? Uh, well, this party is just a hot mess. He is she already threatening to uh, vacate Speaker God Warrior? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Steve, we cannot pass this bill, and Speaker Johnson cannot bring that bill to the House floor. Uh, it, it will truly, it will truly cause massive problems for him. That's my red line. That is my red line. If we have a Republican Speaker of the House that wants to bring a bill to the floor that continues to fund Ukraine and trades out our border policies for amnesty for illegal aliens, and that number is going to add up to 1.8 million a year that they're just handing over all these rights and the taxpayers have to pay for it. That is absolutely my red line. And I think you'll see a lot of my colleagues join me on that. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. She, If she raises that three-toed talent and he might be... Monster right? soda can. Pardon me? Yeah, she's... Gosh, she is despicable. Yeah. It, it's just so full of hate and rage and bad parenting. The happiest <laughs> man on earth has to be her ex-husband. Woo! Woo! One more. Here we Done. go. We are sick and tired Got of being out. humiliated in Congress. Mm-hmm. We have a Republican majority. Mm-hmm. I don't care how slim the majority is. And it's time for Republicans in Congress to act like it. Mm-hmm. We're sick and tired of carrying around Nancy Pelosi's purse by passing CR after CR. And I have not voted for any of that garbage. And I think it's absolute BS that we continue to have to vote on that. It's time for Republicans to act like we want to be in power, that we know how to be in power. And it's time for whoever the speaker is, whether it's whether it was Kevin McCarthy or today it's Mike Johnson or whoever we have to put in there next. Mm. It's time for them Oops. to act like the Republican speaker and stop carrying water for Joe Biden's oh presidency. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. She is right there available for Marianne Williamson, Cornell West, RFK Phillips to criticize and talk about. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the reality. They don't. How are you going to get face all these of the Republican high Party. in the sky? You can't get legislation passed people like that. Yeah. So don't expect Joe Biden to. What are you going to do differently that's going to change her behavior, that's going to change MAGA behavior, that's going to change alt-right? You're not going and, to get rid of that. And also, so I keep saying, there is a hotter place in hell for these women uh-huh. that keep defending this rapist. You know, and at least Stefanik. I, I I don't know if oh, she is the, the VP worst. pick, but oh my God. Uh, is she, she married? First, she fell back on the MAGA talking point that uh, the, f- the focus on Trump's sexual assault is a media witch hunt. But when <clears throat> reporter Von Hilliard said a jury reached this conclusion, uh, Stefanik, of course, got angry, then repeated the talking points. Uh, uh, Stefanik's response got more unhinged on Monday when Trump's appearance in the courtroom in the Carroll matter was postponed. She immediately raged that blatant in, in election interference was at work no. when it was his team that asked for right. the delay. Right. Yep. Alina Haba, bless, bless me. Thank you. Obviously faked being sick so he wouldn't have to testify the day of the New Hampshire, before the New Hampshire primary. Um, but yeah, it, it's, um, it, this is a, a piece on this. And the reality, you know, uh, the 
his own lawyer asked for the delay. The ham-handedness of Stefanik's effort to discern a nefarious conspiracy behind the display shows it's getting harder to defend Trump as his legal challenges enter advanced phases. Yeah. Wait till he gets convicted. Yeah. Um, what's changed now is Trump's legal challenges are unfolding in courtrooms and public-facing venues before juries of the ex-president's peers. It's becoming impossible to fabricate conspiracy theories around the ordinary Americans whose judgment Trump faces, and the gravity of the proceedings is suddenly getting a lot more real. Um, so, yeah, uh, one analyst said, we have a lot of new information to share with voters. It's important we update their understanding of who he is. He's a far more degraded candidate than he was in 2020. Not just the dementia, but the criminal stuff, yeah. Carlos, that, you know, a lot of people don't pay attention like we do. But, it, you know, this is going going to go from bad to worse for them. Yeah. It's going to go bad to worse. And uh, uh, Mehdi Hassan had a post about Merrick Garland being too weak. And, uh, and along with this story, never forget, underlying all of this was the inability to get 10 more Republicans yep. to you. convict yep. uh, on impeachment when they knew and they admitted that Trump was guilty yeah. on and that day of, of inciting insurrection. So if 10 more Republicans had the stones like Liz Cheney, and uh, Kinziger and all and all others. None of this happens. Yeah. And, but, there I mean, is and no also Trump administration officials blocking yeah. Garland as long as they possibly yeah. could. This whole party is his defense team now. I yeah. mean, it's extraordinary. And you know what? It's still not going to matter. He's still no, going to get convicted. The, their fealty is absolute to him. They're all afraid. He has probably compromise on them. He's probably threatened them with yeah. violence. He's a mob boss. Yeah, exactly. 49 minutes after the hour, back with the remaining moments of Coffee with Carlos on the Stephanie Miller Show. Family. Yes, family. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Yes, it is the Stephanie Miller show. Uh, Carlos, I don't know if you happened to see the Tim Scott <laughs> this no. Trump press conference last night after he won New Hampshire. Was uh, it just was like ritual humiliation? And right, they just were forced to grovel yeah. his former. But yeah. I, I was just saying, Tim Scott, it was the cringiest, biscuitiest moment ever. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Uncle Tom's Uncle Tommy. Okay, yeah. here he it is. stepped and fetched it. Oh God! Oh, Did you ever think that she actually appointed you, Tim? <laughs> and think of it, appointed, and you're the senator of his state, and she endorsed me. You mean he endorsed you? You must idiot. really hate her. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's a shame. It's uh, a shame. Uh oh. I just love you. No, that's. Oh God. Angela Shelton oh, said, my God. Uh, "Wow, I've never seen." call him. He's Angela an Shelton alive, tweeted Herman. or texted back to me, wow, I've never seen somebody literally beat down any glimmer of pride or dignity in themselves like that. Tim Scott is committing hate crime against himself yeah. now. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. He is, he's, a, he's a, an alive Herman Cain right now, and yeah. he shouldn't go the way that Herman did. And nobody should. I don't mean that yeah. flippantly <laughs> and as a joke. Herman Cain did not have to pass away. He really died for Donald Trump's sins. Died for Donald Trump's COVID sins. But because of his complete fealty and fear... He killed. He put himself in harm's way, yeah. and th that's that's why I say that. I, I th that sort of comment is meant to, like, how low that guy's got a girlfriend. I, he might have relatives. Who does that? I know. I it's don't the whole, understand. Uh, 
It just it, it it's it was like a watching the Gimp's basement. It was just oh god, Vivek, you get one minute. You know, it just ugh. Anyway, um, it, well, we keep talking about the whole party. Marjorie Taylor Greene scolded the Supreme Court after justices ruled that President Biden administration could remove the razor wire placed at the border by Texas officials. Uh, she said this is how communism starts. No. Oh, I see. Not being able to cut children to ribbons is how communism right. starts. And she suggests that uh, the ruling will spark civil war. I mean, these people are the most despicable, unchristian. They're rooting for civil war. They are. They're rooting for civil war. I, yep. But, you know, I was looking at, it, there was a, um, just this whole Hunter Biden thing, too. A uh, full transcript of, uh, of show business attorney Kevin Morris's testimony last week before the GOP-led House Oversight Committee. He spoke close to six hours about his ongoing friendship with Hunter Biden. It was released yesterday, revealing no damning revelations against either President Biden or his son. Right. He did acknowledge he loaned the first son nearly $5 million, uh, a lact, an act that led to Fox News dubbing him Hunter's sugar brother. But repeatedly bristled at the suggestion of impropriety made by a number of congressional Republicans. He said, I can loan money to whoever I want. Uh, he said, President Biden had nothing to do with his relationship with Hunter. He said, This is America, in a country where there's no prohibition about, against helping a friend in need, despite, despite the incapacity of some to imagine such a thing. Um, he said, This is America. And uh, he, what else did he say? He said, uh, Morris told ABC News, ABC News following his testimony that Republicans bring up something totally innocuous and legal, get nowhere with it, and then run to the cameras and make spooky noises. Right? Yeah. I mean, just where uh, helping a friend becomes a criminal act because they yeah. want it to be. The, the, yeah, the, and the false equivalence that it's equally as bad as to what Trump has done. Right. And again, yeah. we can, we stress so much on the show, there's two realities, Biden or Trump. The better reality yep. is Biden. Not Thank perfect, you, but Absolutely. better. Thank you, Carlos. I love you. you rock. See you tomorrow on the Stephanie Miller Life Show. Life, paper, and scissors, too. February 12th. Rock, paper, scissors. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>